0: A podcast that introduces you to registered, clinical, and certified aromatherapists around the world. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a holistic life coach and a registered aromatherapist. Join me every other week as we chat with aromatherapists and hear about their aromatic journeys and how they use essential oils in their lives and in their businesses. Hey, friend! Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 33. Aromatic Chat with Yona Valdez. I'm going to be completely honest with you and confess that I almost forgot to press record. I was so excited to speak to this beautiful human that we got through all of our get to know you time before I remembered. So I'll just tell you, Yona is the owner of Fragrant Aroma and she's originally from Iceland. Not only is she an amazing aroma Therapist, but she's also a homeschool mom, which is something we share in common. And I caught up with her as she and her family were preparing to go home to Iceland on vacation. I can't wait for you to hear from Yona, so let's get started.
1: So I worked for my aunt for a couple of years, uh, learned a lot, loved it. I, I really yeah, I really enjoyed doing that. but I always enjoyed more the well-being part of it or fixing something that was broken. Uh, rather than the, the pretty part of it. So you give me really bad feet with fungus and everything. I'm in there trying to make that person feel better and shaving down the, the callus feet and everything that kind of gave me a sense of uh, joy and just uh, to see them feel better. That was always my favorite part of working and then the massage and everything. But in college, we didn't learn them a lot about essential oils or aromatherapy, even though we did massage and body work, but I did write a paper on it. I cannot remember how it was, (laughs) if it was any good or anything. I'll have to dig it out one of these days if if I ever make it back to my parents. Then um, uh, I moved to the States for a year, then went back to Iceland to work for my aunt again. And then me and my husband, uh, we weren't married yet, but we decided to move to England. And then I started working, did the same thing in England, back to Iceland. Did the same thing in Iceland. <laughs> so uh, so it was like 10 years of working in that. And then we decided to have a family. And 2001 is when I had my son and then my daughter two years later, and then we moved to the States. And, and then it was three more, uh, one in every place we moved to. <laughs> then, but I had, I had started in San Diego wanting to be have a more natural approach to taking care of my kids. I just never was big in taking prescribed medication or anything or over-the-counter stuff. So when I was taking care of my little ones, I was like, there must be something else. And luckily, I had neighbors that were uh, really into natural medicine. And and, uh, so I learned a lot from them. And, but I wasn't really using any oils at that point, more homeopathy and herbs and Chinese medicine and, and, you know, acupuncture and stuff. Uh, There was a college in San Diego, so you could go to the college to be treated for acupuncture and Chinese uh, medicine. But then I started learning, uh, I know this is a hot topic, but I started learning more about vaccines and, and I started putting two and two together about, why my daughter and son came to America with no problems. And then uh, they started developing asthma and atopic uh, dermatitis. And and it was because they were fully vaccinated in Iceland, but then they uh, US insisted that they were not because they vaccinated much more here than in Iceland. And then they started breaking out. I didn't put two and two together until much later And then I was like, okay, we need to take care. We need to do this natural. We need to take care of these babies well. And then I just started getting more interested looking online. And then I started using oils for mosquito bites when we were living in New York because it, I mean, we swelled up. It was awful. That's when I kind of started getting interested again in, okay, this is, you know, really uh, powerful stuff. And this is really you know, natural and all this, but I didn't know anything about it. And then moving to Utah, the MLM capital of the world, you know, you do see a lot of essential oil. Essential is here. It's like everywhere. Everyone uh, is a member of one of the the MLM companies. And I then I really started looking into, okay, this doesn't make sense to me. This seems like not so safe. <laughs> And then I started going online and then I found nothing but contradictory uh, information, I just backed up and I said, I cannot do this. I cannot use this. We have uh, I had a a newborn baby. I can't uh, use this around the babies. I can't use it around the animals until I know what I'm doing. I'm responsible for my people. So then I started looking. Is there any free courses? Found the introductory thing at Aromahead. Did that loved their um, the way they taught, so I started looking into how much it is to become cert- uh, certified. And you, you first like, oh, can I do that? You know, I'm a stay at home mom. It's a little bit much. And I, I just had fallen in love with the oils and what they could do, but I just couldn't, with a good conscience, use them the way I wanted to, without knowing exactly what they could do, both good and bad. So. That's when I started. So it took about uh, probably two years to finish it all, just because homeschooling, taking your babies, uh, all that, you know. So that's really when I fell in love with it in a way that, oh, it's not just the fragrance. It's not just, you know, oh, these are cool, all natural things. It's like, th- this is really cool. <laughs> this is like the chemistry that, you know, what we can use it for, you know, and emotional level on a physical on a mental it's like it's like potion (laughs) you know make whatever you want you know so that's when I really you know was hooked and but it's always been in the way that I, I use it in a way that how can I help someone I really that is my passion how can I make someone feel better uh by blending something or you know just sharing information with them or whatever so that's really sort of how I came about going down this route.
0: Great, you mentioned homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I homeschooled past tense. Yeah. My kids, they're all yeah. gone.
1: My oldest one was halfway through fifth grade. My daughter in third, and my second daughter in kindergarten. When I pulled them out of school, and we were living in New York, and up until that point, I have friends that homeschooled. And I was just like, oh, you guys are amazing. I, I, I just could never do it. You know, it's 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 crazy. But then we were faced with in New York of my son going into a, a really awful high school at, or middle school, middle school at that time. I was like, I can't do that to him. I didn't feel like they were starting to introduce things that I just felt like was inappropriate for fifth graders. And then it was like, I didn't feel like they loved my son like he deserved to be loved you know he got scolded by you know the nurse for falling and bleeding or for getting a nosebleed you know it's like deal with this at home and uh, I was like "I, I leave my children here for a long time every day and I I feel like they deserve better and and there was a heavy heavy burden on my heart that wasn't lifted until I made that decision and and I feel like God did put that on my heart is that it, you need to do this. You you need to invest all of you in them. And, and yeah, as soon as I made the decision, I was just like, woo, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with that burden. My daughter was in eighth grade when we decided to pull her out and she was coming home with migraines and upset stomach and like almost having ulcers because she was mm. so stressed in school and we had been thinking about it for a few years and it just got to that point and it, it just something snapped. And I said, that's it. We're done. You're coming yeah. home. And from that point forward, we homeschooled and I, I, I think it was the best decision. Yeah, for sure. Um, as an aromatherapist, what, what are your clients coming to you for? What's the most common thing that you see in your practice?
1: Um, I would say aches and pains. And inhalers of some sorts, like whether it's sinus or stress, anxiety, uh, that kind of stuff. I feel like it's that's the most. Um, Oh, sleep. You know, either I'll do like a a lotion with a sleep blend or a diffuser blend that they could diffuse before going to bed. Or uh, an inhaler they can carry with them, so it just depends on the situation. My my son was, uh, was having a hard time falling asleep, and uh, he was in high school, and he just couldn't switch his brain off. So he was it took him a long time to switch off, and he wasn't staying asleep very well. Like for example of that, I had to find something that calmed him down, switched his brain off, and then kind of helped him keep staying asleep until he needed to wake up.
0: It's amazing what these plants can do for us. Oh, for sure! Oh, yeah. What's your favorite client story?
1: I, it's I guess it's a simple one, but um, there was a, a girl that was active in sports, high school sports. I think it was high school. She suffered from headaches. It was affecting her her sport. And her da- dad contacted. He he actually uh, knows my husband, and he contacted him and said. Hey, you know, people are telling my daughter she should use essential oils. I heard that your wife's all into that. <laughs> I made a, a salve for her to that she could carry around and put on before matches or whatever. And she just wrote me like a thank you card, sent it snail mail. And it's like, thank you so much. This, this works so well. I don't have the headaches, you know, when I'm doing sports. And so it's just like simple things like this. And you just like, OK, that was so simple but it was so effective. And she's so joyful. There's just, uh, I don't know, every story it has something that makes you feel like, okay, I helped her do that, or I helped him do that, that it, it kind of keeps the spark alive, I think. I don't know, it's hard for for me to pick one sort of grandiose one or, or something. But I think there's all those little ones that just keeps you loving what you're doing.
0: Well, and you said something, you said it was so simple. What I did was so simple, but it had such an an effect on her. And I think we forget, you know, especially having the education, the background that we have, being able to make these blends and salves and diffusers and all the things for us, it is simple. But it's because we took the time to educate. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, For sure. For
0: that person for that person who receives that gift, it can be life-changing.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's true.
0: So what was one of the stumbling blocks that you came upon as you were becoming an aromatherapist or as you started your business, what was something that really kind of, kind of got in your way?
1: I wouldn't say necessarily this particular thing uh, got in my way, but obviously it slows things down when you have a family and you homeschool and you're doing things just on the side. It's different than working full time at something like I did uh, at salons, you know. But I, being where I am, everyone has an essential oil bottle, mm-hmm. two or three or 50. <laughs> so it's kind of like you talk, talk to people and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I use essential oils. <laughs> to me, I think here in, in Utah, that is that is probably... The biggest stumbling block is that everyone thinks they know oils because they get them in the mail monthly or or whatever. So that's probably the biggest one. Yeah.
0: Like you said, Utah is the MLM capital.
1: Oh yeah. For so many things, not just oil. Yeah, not
0: just essential oils for so many things. It's got okay. to have something to do with Utah law that makes it easy for them. Oh,
1: I think so. It's been rated the best for uh small businesses Utah for like years in a row, I think. So it just they just had the taxes and whatever else are great for them. So they're all coming here. <laughs>
0: right, right, So that makes sense. Um if you had to pick three essential oils to keep with you, what would those three essential oils be?
1: So I think, you know, like so many uh lavender is the universal uh, you know do it all oil. So that would probably be one. Then I'd probably need um, more of an uplifting, like a, a citrus, like uh, a grapefruit or a mandarin or a blood orange or one of those. Uh, and then I would definitely want to have a grounding one, so you got your, all your bases covered. Frankincense, vetiver. I love, I love blue tansy. I love vetiver. I love uh, lavender. Those are really just uh, stay with me. But if I had to choose, I would definitely find one oil for grounding, one for uplifting and one for like heal and calm and you know, do all the magic that, you know, lavender type of uh plants can do. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's
0: hard. Nice. That is hard. I know. I, I asked this question and I'm like, oh my gosh, three. It's so hard. And so then
1: hard. also what is your favorite oil this moment? Right. You know, so
0: exactly. Exactly. Like right now I've got this pink peppercorn that's just amazing. But yeah. later today, who knows what it will be. It's if- Exactly. Exactly. And that's how it is. <laughs> so what's got you really excited right now, uh, either personally or in your business, what's lighting you up? When I was still
1: uh, with Aromahead, still studying, I, I attended a webinar with uh, Colleen Quinn, uh, Lava Roma. I was like, okay, you know, I don't know anything about this plant. and um, And I've done... Like herbal courses uh, throughout the years, and but I just didn't know anything about you know cannabis. So I was really interested in learning about it. and then um, I decided to uh, sign up with her um, the beginning of 2020. It was like the second group that uh, from her lab cannabis uh, class. And so I got really interested in in that, just learning how the essential oils work so great with the plant. They just marry so well together, you know, and uh, then looking into all the benefits that the plant has. So I finished that and then I, I started buying the hemp flowers and infusing uh, into oils and making my own oils. So what I'm sort of dabbling in now is making different kinds of um, blends, tinctures or salves or something mixing the hemp oil that i made with the essential oils that i feel like could boost the properties that i'm looking for in there, in the hemp plant that's amazing yeah so i'm looking into the carrier oils that i'm going to infuse it into so i've infused into hemp seed oil safflower oil and different kinds that i'm looking at the the cosmetic factor too like if it's going to be used on a face you need to consider the is it going to clog up the pores and all that? So I'm looking at lighter oils, heavier oils. So I'm doing a whole thing, you know, sort of studying more up about the carrier oils too. So so that's that's a really interesting thing that I'm doing now. Yeah, that's got
0: me excited, actually. <laughs> that's really cool. Well, I was just sitting here thinking, like, you've got your, your college education, which was all yeah. about, you know, beauty, the skin and esthetician yeah. and massage and all of that. And now you're marrying it with your aromatherapy to create these products that are oh my gosh wow yeah
1: Exciting. and then I've, uh, like then I, then there's a, a, a person I know he's a hairdresser here that is creating his own uh, CBD line so I just asked them you know like can I look over the ingredients list and see if there's something that I think would be better or or you know unnecessary or. Or something like that, because, you know, when you're having a lab create something for you, for you, even though you have input into it, unless you understand what each ingredient does, you're just going by what the, the creator in the lab is doing. You know, So that was interesting to see how it's done commercially, because to me as an aromatherapist, I felt like there was way too many carrier oils for a body oil or a body bomb. because when we as aromatherapists, we put together... Maybe up to three carrier oils, I would say. not much more than that.
0: The simpler, the better. So,
1: exactly. <laughs> and uh, there was like six. And I was like, that's just going to raise the cost. So that was another thing that I was interested in. I'm looking on different websites to see what this ingredient, if that's um, good for the environment, uh, has an impact on the environment, is it good for your body, and so on and so on. That was an interesting thing, sort of a side thing for me to just do. And it gives me more insight into what I want or what I don't want also, you know?
0: Very nice. I love that. You're always on the lookout for how you can help out other people. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When you're interested about something and you start talking with other people that are interested about it, you just get
0: excited. (laughs) That's great. That's great. So how can people find you if they want to work with you as an aromatherapist?
1: I'm listed on AIA and Naha, but I also have, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I have LinkedIn. I'm not very active on LinkedIn. That's a lot to manage, you know, so, but you just want to make sure you're out there, whether (laughs) whether you're active or not. And my website, uh, it's just fragrantaroma.net. And on that, there's also links to Facebook and Instagram. It's just the little wow. icons and on the top con- corner. So
0: That's great. I will definitely include all of the links in the show notes so that everybody can find you. As we close out, I want to give you the last word. Is there anything that you would like to share? Uh, anything that's heavy on your heart? Um, any final inspirations?
1: There's a lot happening over the past year. And you know I think people have handled it differently depending on where they are in the world or just even in the country, depending on uh, restrictions and other things. I think that people just always need to remember there's always someone out there that's willing to listen. There's always someone out there that is willing to help. And obviously being a God-fearing woman, there's always God for you. And I am so happy that we had that throughout last year, you know, with our community and our church. And it, it, it's like, I feel sad to see how sad a lot of people are and hopeless. So I, I try to be there for whoever, whether I agree with them or disagree with them, uh, whether our, our lives align or don't align. I feel like if you love them and show them that you're willing to uh take time out of your day to spend. Uh, time with them and listen. I think that says a lot, and I think that's just what a lot of people need today. You know, after being isolated for so long. Yeah.
0: Well, I believe I believe we were created for community. Oh, absolutely. Like you said, whether I agree or disagree, whether we're aligned or misaligned, uh, you are you're still human.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I 100% <laughs> I agree with that.
0: <laughs> I appreciate what you're doing uh, in aromatherapy and, and like where you are physically the challenges and yet you're still showing up you're still you're still just a bright light i love that well thank you so much i appreciate you and what you're doing so much thank you
1: oh thank you so much this is wonderful i really enjoyed it
0: hey friend thank you so much for joining me today for this aromatic chat with yona valdez i hope that you enjoyed hearing from her and if you're out in utah reach out and connect because we were created for a community. I want to let you know that we have some exciting episodes coming up, so be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you're notified right away when those episodes are released. Please feel free to share Aromatic Chat with your friends and family. Be sure to check out the show notes for all of the links mentioned in today's episode. If you enjoy Aromatic Chat, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find me, your life coach and registered aromatherapist, on the web at LemonBalmCoaching.com. I will see you next time with our next episode. Until then, peace, love, and aromatics.